I'm going to share a quick few truths I learned after getting to share the stage with some great guys like Coach Burt and Bradley and Cody Askins. Man, so last week I had the incredible honor of speaking on stage with some of the neatest, talented, smartest people um, I've ever met. Definitely did not feel like I deserve to be up there. But, you know, that's that's a common thing, you know, when, you, when you're striving to be great and climbing those stairs, it's important to take those uncomfortable steps and surround yourself around people that are better than you um, and make you super uncomfortable. It's the saying of comfort is the enemy of progress. Well, I, I was definitely uncomfortable last weekend. So to frame it up, um, my partner, Coach Michael Burt in Nashville, who's incredible, if you don't have a coach in your life, Go check him out at coachbert.com. Um, so he put on his very first conference. He has a lot of boot camps, a lot of online sessions. Um, he has a beautiful lodge that he hosts a lot of events at. And he hosted his first conference called the um, uh, Monster Monster Nation Conference. And he brought in some great speakers. He had someone fly in from Dubai. Um, I got to speak next to people like uh, Brad Lee, who runs a $100 billion a, a software sales training company, um, Cody Askins, who puts on huge events and is blowing up the insurance agency, um, and some other great people. So it was just awesome to be around these people that are doing huge things way bigger than me. And it helps to just enlighten myself on the path that I'm on to, sh- to see that it, hey, it is possible and I am doing the right things. But so <laughs> funny story. So two, two big shockers of the event. Um, one was... Um, I thought I was just going to be speaking to a smaller group. So there is probably over 150 people there. And I believed that I was going to be just speaking to small groups of people. Um, so I wasn't, wasn't that nervous. I'm used to speaking. wasn't a big deal. And then literally <laughs> like a few hours before I spoke, I uh, then got told that, Hey, you're actually just going to be on the main stage speaking to the whole group at once. Um, so that was the first heart pounding moment. And, uh, so once I finally got kind of my head around that of like, okay, I can do this. I got this. Um, I let my wife know she gave me some encouraging words said, um, what I tell other people, but no one is, or maybe only told me once. And she said, you've got this, honey, you're built for this. And that gave me the confidence that I needed. And so I was feeling great. And then my new buddy that I just met, Cody Askins, um, who was super nice, very humble, very helpful and friendly. Uh, one of the first guys I met once I got there on the bus to the event, um, took the stage and when I say took the stage, <laughs> I mean, it was powerhouse, um, ran on the stage, got everyone excited, had everyone stand up, um, was yelling, was jumping, um, closed a hundred thousand dollars from the stage and just like brought insane amounts of energy. I mean, it reminded me of if you've ever seen Tony Robbins do any of his stuff before, it just reminded me of that type of energy. And so I immediately lost all my confidence. And that's not, it's, it's funny because it's not because I didn't believe what I was speaking on, um, wasn't valuable or didn't believe in my confidence in what I was talking about. It was just the the stage presence and the personality immediately I second guessed myself, second guessed 
hey, do I, I, do I deserve to be here? Why am I here? How am I going to hop on stage? Um, there's like one person after me before I got on stage. It's like, how, how am I going to jump on after this? And this must be what a lot of people feel like whenever, whenever there's several acts going and someone just kills it and they've got to go on next. Um, it's never a good feeling. So I had time during lunch to process it and kind of talk to myself and just understand, like really try to internally think through like, why am I feeling this way? Why do I feel like that I can't do this now? Why did all my confidence get lost when I do believe in what I'm talking about? And what I, what I finally came to that helped me get my confidence back and be okay was realizing one, Hey, I've done this before. I've gone up, I've, I've spoken, I've gotten great feedback. I know what I'm talking about. I know people need to hear this. I have conviction about what I'm sharing. And it's not just a sales pitch. It truly is helpful information that can help people unlock automation in their business and unlock freedom and do all these things. And then second, I realized, hey, it is okay that I don't have that energy because that's not me. If I ran up on stage like that, if I jumped around, if I tried to copy what I saw Cody do, I would be a giant poser, right? It would not be me. That is not myself. And it would be very obvious that's not myself. And people don't like me for being someone else. And if people don't like me for who I am, then that's okay. If they like that high energy, like that's okay, but that's not me. And I don't have to be that. So that's what I told myself. That's what I made myself believe. And that's the truth. And so I got up on stage and I brought my normal energy. I brought some enthusiasm. I went through all my PowerPoint deck. I engaged with the audience. I told stories. Um, and it was great. I felt extremely comfortable being myself because I realized that people want me and I do the best version of myself, not of someone else. And if you're listening to this, I think there's someone that maybe needs to hear this for themselves. If you have confidence issues, you need to remember people like you for you, right? It might not be speaking. Maybe it's, um, you know, just showing up at work, being there for your kids, being there for yourself, whatever it is people like you for you. People don't like you for, because you have to be someone else. You don't have to be a certain way. Now, over the years, you're going to grow and you're going to change and you're going to be a better version of yourself. But the second that you start trying to imitate something or someone that you're not, it's going to be transparent and it's actually going to be worse for you and worse for the people you're putting a show onto because that's what it is. It's just, just a show. It's not real. So I had peace with that. Um, of being my authentic self and getting done with my speech. And the, the neatest thing happened that I'm going to share with you guys after that. So there's lots of people there that I've, I've met with before. I've had Zoom calls with. Um, so it was just incredible to see all these people that have been using Genie Rocket that I've never gotten to meet before um, and that got to introduce themselves to me. And I had one individual come up. His name was Dwight. Um, and he said, man... I really connected with you. That high energy Cody guy was great, but not, not really my speed. Like not, not really the person I connect with, but I really like how you presented. And a few other people since then have come up and sent me a message or, or told me a person and just said, Hey, 
You did a great job explaining that. Um, wonderful job laying these things out. And what that did was it just confirmed what I thought was true. Of Hey, there's going to be some people that 100% connect with super hype, high energy, over the top. And there's some people that don't. And there's some people that can connect with both. <laughs> and that's okay. And man, let me tell you, if, gosh, if you guys are into um, self-improvement, self-development, I encourage you to check out, we're doing it next year. Hopefully I'm invited next year. <laughs> but if not, that's okay. It's going to be great. You should still go to the Monster Nation 2021 conference in Nashville. Um, but it was so neat because the variety of speakers from every walk of life. I mean, you had Bradley from Lightspeed who showed up, you know, maybe 30 minutes before he took the stage and just owned it, just walked up there with no script. Um, even <laughs> Coach Bert, the host of the whole event, was like, guys, I have no idea what Brad's going to be talking about, but everyone knew it was going to be great because he's a great speaker, great influencer, has a huge following, is a person of interest. Um, and so it was just amazing to watch these people just come on and take the stage. Doug Wood, come on and take the stage. Um, these just amazing people. And I'm, I'm outside pacing my backyard, which is why you hear some, <laughs> some noises. But man, it was just great to be around these people. The variety was insane. Just everything from uh, your, your PowerPoint presentations to zero presentations, like one picture on the screen and people running around and jump in and really unlocking the mindset. And I think that is so important as a takeaway. Um, big one for me. You know, it's how you prepare your mind for the work that you're going to be doing, whether that's physical work or mental work, whatever it is, but preparing yourself and getting ready so you can do the best work possible and be the best version of yourself and have having the right mindset for it. A lot of us just wake up and go. Right, We start with our inbox, we wake up, we open up our email, and we just start being in defensive mode. We start being in reactive mode. Imagine if you woke up every day and you actually had a plan and the emails didn't dictate your plan. Right, The phone calls coming in didn't dictate your plan. If something popped in that was not in your plan, you simply get back to it later or get back to it another day because other people's emergency does not mean that it's your emergency and I get stuck in that too it's the current of the urgent it's where we wake up and it's just like a million miles an hour and by the end of the day we have a task list that has not been touched or we have plans that were not done because we let other people dictate what their needs were and we jump to those now if you've got a team and it's growing and you have to have people on the, the team that do that. I mean, that's that's part of the process, right? So if you've got, you know, lots of conversations back and forth and you have to have some firefighting that's going on, um, that's normal. But if you're a solopreneur or even if you've got a small team, I do encourage you, start your day earlier, right? This is what I do. I'm starting to do every morning is wake up at like 4 or 4.30, make coffee because Lord knows I need it at that time. Uh, put headphones in. Listen to something inspiring for your mind, right? Like a podcast or something that's going to help wake wake up your brain and make a list of what are your top five, ten things that you want to get done that day. This is while everyone else is sleeping, right? Everyone in your house is sleeping. 
your customers or clients are sleeping, <laughs> your team coworkers are sleeping, and you're just making a list to say, what does success look at the end of the day if I finish these things? And then do something, do something physical, right? Like whether that's running or lifting something or jumping jacks or push-ups or something, just to start waking up your body so by the time that you are at 8 a.m., 8.30, 9 a.m., you've had time to plan your day, wake up your mind, wake up your body, get things ready, and you're in attack mode. And how good, how good does it feel when you've reached the end of the day and you've had physical activity, you've had mental activity, you were able to get things done on your list and you don't end the day exhausted with a huge list with nothing accomplished. And guys, there's days that I completely suck at this. I mean, even today, I made, I got up at 4.30, I made my list, I drank my coffee and, you know, I kept, I kept checking stuff off, off my list, but I also kept adding stuff on my list. And then I had family stuff happen. My, I had to go pick up my, my daughter last minute from school and I had to, so I had to put the Jeep, the doors back on my Jeep, come home, put the doors on my Jeep, the car seat in my Jeep, go pick up my daughter, um, then take her to dance, <laughs> all these unexpected things, all these interruptions that you can't help. And sometimes that's just the case. But when you get in the habit of doing the right things the right way, then over time, those habits become permanent. And so it's the phrase, I encourage you to write this down, of practice makes permanent. Whatever you're practicing, good or bad, that becomes permanent. That's how habits are made. So my question to you right now is, what are you practicing? And if it's accidental, then that's what's going to become permanent, right? If you're practicing hitting the snooze button, not making a plan, rolling out of bed and just starting answering emails and just kind of making your way through the day, that becomes permanent. And is that what you want the course of your life to be? Or do you plan it, right? Do you practice getting up early, making a list, waking up your mind, waking up your body, checking off the list, and think about the difference of how that makes you feel at the end of those days. So you might think that I'm just rambling, and you're right, I am. I'm just talking. <laughs> this, this podcast does not follow a bullet point set of lessons or teachings. I'm not a business coach. I listen to a lot of coaches and I hope that some of the things that I'm giving here are inspiring, but I'm by no means, by no means a coach, at least right now. Um, but I do want to share what's going on. This is, this is really therapeutic and helpful for me, right? Cause I get to share things that are going on. I get to, to teach what I'm learning. And I hope that, you know, if there's one person out there, that says this helps or inspires you know, that's what I'm doing it. I'm doing it for you. And if you think there's someone that needs to hear this, please share this. You know, this episode or any of the past episodes, I'm really pouring out what has been poured into me and what I've learned and what I'm experiencing so I can help others. And I want to encourage you just to figure out, like, what is it going to take to, for you to get to that next level in your life? And whatever that is, start practicing that. Practice makes permanent. All right, guys, I hope you have a fantastic rest of your week, your weekend, your night, your morning, whenever you're listening to this. And I will catch you next time. Thanks, everyone. Grinding harder does not guarantee growth. It does guarantee fatigue and frustration, just like trying to pedal faster on a bicycle with a square wheel. 
My name is Brad Parnell, and with over 12 years of entrepreneurship highs and lows, I share real stories, tips, and tactics to help your business and life get to the next level. Grind Less is a movement about following proven plans that drive results. Hey, so if you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to rate and review and share this podcast. It would mean the world to me. So if you could write a quick review, give it a five-star rating. And then if there's anyone you think that could be inspired or motivated by this lesson, please share it. That's how we grow. And thanks for your support.